0: is Free Talk Live. You can take control of the airwaves and do it toll-free. 855-450-FREE is the toll-free number. That's one 450 3733 You know, it may be the holiday season, but Free Talk Live is here for you every single day. I'm intending to be live on Christmas Eve and Christmas Day, uh, presuming that our lovely board ops will be willing to come in, and normally I give them a cash bonus uh, for doing so. So I haven't heard that we're going to be off, so until further notice, we will be here for you, live, uh, producing the show, and of course taking your calls about anything that might happen to be on your mind. Tonight in the studio, it is Ian. And Daryl. And Daryl, uh, with a bonus episode this week, you'll be joining us on Friday as per usual, and we'll be doing our End of the World special. Presuming we make it to 7 o'clock at night, I'm not sure what exactly, or 7 o'clock Eastern time, I'm not sure exactly what time the world is supposed to end on Friday.
1: Nor am I. And is that uh, at the beginning of the day, Greenwich Mean Time, which right. would actually be the end of the day? It would be on actually, Thursday?
0: right, tomorrow night it would be 7 o'clock Eastern. I think, right? Because Greenwich Uh, Mean Time, I believe, is five hours uh, ahead. Yes, five hours ahead. So, in theory, if the world actually
1: does come to an end... This could actually be the last episode of Free Talk Live. That's true.
0: (laughs) Maybe we should talk about some of this (laughs) stuff uh, tonight, because I do have some end-of-the-world-related things to talk about. But also, the Southern Poverty Law Center has uh, apparently named Voluntarius as a threat. I'm not sure to what, uh, but we can get into that. They've They've got this list of bad people that they, you know, put out every single that year. They claim
1: that the voluntarists are the cousins to the patriot movement.
0: The patriot movement, which we could talk more about here in a little bit. Of course, we'll take your calls about anything you want. Let's go to the phones first and talk to Benjamin listening to LRN.FM in Northern California. Hello, Benjamin. Hello. Oh, hey, what's on your
2: mind um, today? I okay. I apologize if uh, this was addressed yesterday, but two days ago you were discussing um, police uh, walking the streets in Arkansas, or the proposal to have police just walking the streets in Arkansas, carrying AR-15s and stopping people to ID them. Mm -hmm. And you uh, referred to uh, the police carrying AR-15s as carrying machine guns. And uh, in this particular time where people are, Espousing how they want gun control against assault rifles and assault weapons, I thought it would be uh, a good idea to not refer to AR-15s as machine guns because they are not.
1: Oh, they're oh, they're not. not? Fully automatic. They're, they're actually no, they're, they're semi-automatic. They don't make
0: yeah. a uh, an fully automatic version of that firearm.
2: They do not. Uh, even the M16 that the military uses, which is the AR-15s, the civilian version of the M16. Okay only has a burst-fire capability where you can select it to shoot three rounds at a time, but it's not fully automatic. I see. They look, you know... What would you call it? It, It's a semi-automatic rifle, which is essentially the same as all other rifles. Why don't we call
1: it an assault rifle? Well, Well, it it was classified as that because it looks scary. Right, it looks like a machine gun.
0: (laughs) You know, when you look at that thing, you think, oh, that's something the military would carry.
2: Assault rifle has a specific definition, and uh, for a rifle to be an assault rifle, it has to have the ability, it basically has to be fully automatic or have select fire capabilities like the M16, where you can shoot more bullets than one per trigger pull.
1: Well, back during the 90s, anything with, uh, I forget the name of it, but it's the, basically the barrel cover. Uh... Now
2: that... If that's a whole nother anything
1: issue. that had one of those was classified an assault rifle. Mm. You could well, put that on a pellet gun, and it would be classified an assault rifle under the nineteen. I think it was ninety four law.
2: Ninety four, but it, not an assault rifle, an assault weapon. They came up with this uh, nebulous term that they decided to call assault weapon. So there was the assault weapons ban, and for it to be an assault weapon, basically it looks scary. Right. You know, there's no real hard definition. There's all sorts of real uh, weird rules and exemptions, but uh, those are not assault rifles.
0: Okay, I appreciate the uh, the call and the clarification. Either way, the the police are going to be carrying something oh. that looks very intimidating on the streets
2: and and, and it seems completely uh, unnecessary to be carrying the streets. But can I make one more quick point? Sure. Okay. So uh, a lot of people will be discussing, you know, meeting with friends and family uh, during the holidays, and uh, gun control will be an issue, uh, especially uh, with the the school shooting that just happened, and I think this is a perfect opportunity for people to go, look, what we really need is more choice in schooling, you know, and uh, obviously it would be nice to get the state out of it, but barring that, a voucher system where you choose where you send your kids to go to school. You can send your kids to a school that looks like a prison and has armed guards if you want. Or you can send your kids to a school where they have uh, more psychiatric help or they have better after-school programs or whatever. You get to
0: choose. Yeah, but in order to accept the vouchers, the state gets to put strings attached to it. So with a voucher program, then the state can say, well, we'll give you this voucher money, but you have to have armed guards and you have to have
1: uh, barbed wire up. So,
0: I mean or they can you put whatever can't
1: teach this class. You have to teach this class.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: I I'm not saying it's like the greatest thing ever, but it's a step in the right direction.
0: I don't even know. I mean, it it feels like it should be a step in the right direction, but I guess it would depend on how many strings whatever state government decided to add to the voucher program.
2: But getting the conversation on the idea of giving parents choice in schooling and how they educate their children There's a lot better discussion to have with people than, well, don't ban all the guns. Yeah,
0: I tend to agree with that. And I think that another good conversation to have would be to secede from the United States. Uh, Maybe you're at a table full of people that is uh, upset, or at least some of them are upset, about the prospect of gun confiscation would seem that that would be another quiver or an arrow in the quiver of those who are advocating for state secession hey you know you don't want the federal government to come take your guns well let's just say goodbye to the federal government how
2: about that that's another good discussion to have
0: benjamin thanks for your call tonight appreciate hearing from you and thanks for the clarification the ar-15 not a
1: machine gun apparently it just looks like one I wonder if the Gatling gun technically qualifies as a machine gun. The Gatling gun, with the with like, where you crank it. Yes. Or, yeah. The you know the the very first machine right. gun from what was that? The Civil War, World War One, somewhere back around that time. Hmm. I, I'm no gun expert, you know. I mean, I fired a few of them in my time.
0: I I do own one of them, uh, but I'm not. I'm certainly no expert. So I appreciate the information from Benjamin eight five five four fifty free the SACL CAI toll free line. Mac is in Georgia. You're on Free Talk Live with Ian and Daryl. How's it going, guys? Mac, how are you? What's on your mind?
3: I'm doing good. I'm just sitting in my assault cab.
0: Your <laughs> your assault cab. All right.
3: <laughs> um, but but i um, be quick. I was I was looking at um. Piers Morgan talking to the um, gun Own- Gun Owners Association of America, Larry Pratt, and the thought occurred to me: the fact that people always want to turn to the government for um, for protection when something like this happens, where nobody can really do anything to prevent it from happening, should be a mental illness on itself.
1: Should be what? I'm sorry. A mental illness to rely on the government. Ah, uh, yes.
0: Well, right, because uh, they're only minutes away when seconds count, right?
3: Yeah, I mean, um, I mean, I work, I work in law enforcement myself, and I tell you right now, the military is—I mean, not military—law enforcement is a cleanup crew. There, there are not enough cops to try to prevent something from happening, but they're the first ones that people turn to when something happens, and they're like, "Well." Y'all need to stop this, and we're like, we can't.
4: <laughs> no,
0: I'm scared to have the police show up on a scene because they don't usually know what they're dealing with half the time, and they end up, you know, pointing guns at the wrong person, possibly hurting the wrong person.
3: Yeah, this is true. This is true. Um, One more thing. I'm trying to be a little quick on my... If anybody watched um, Pierce Morgan last night on CNN, that guy pretty much melted down in front of Larry Pratt.
0: Now, this is Larry Pratt from, is it Gun Owners of America? Yeah, the yeah. GAO. Uh, G-O, GOA. Gun Owners of America. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I have not seen this uh, this video. Have you seen this yet, I uh, I have
1: not. I've seen where people have posted it. I've not actually watched is it. Is this
0: something we should check out, Mac, and maybe, you know, talk you should,
3: about? You should take a look at it, I mean, because, right, I we'll mean, yeah, that. he was a little awful on some of his um Well, he's definitely facts, a gun banner. I mean, banner. I mean the, 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 this Pierce...
0: Pierce Morgan is definitely uh, not a fan of guns. Thanks for the clue, Mac. More coming up. This is Free Talk Live. You can take control.
5: Puke in the Gang, the podcast for grumpy young men, brings you issues. We were talking about raping babies. I love Nazis. Peace Jesus. News. New York shuts down vibrator giveaway.
1: Here's a fun story out of uh Spain. El Correo. No, wait, that's
5: a newspaper. Personal stories. I kicked a windshield once because I was angry. I just got annoyed and I wanted to die. I know all the words to get jiggy with it. I have a horribly tiny penis. Responsible journalism. I'm drinking ball liquor. When we do this show, we're generally drunk. Pukeinthegang.com. Um. And cake.
0: Free Talk Live, toll-free number tonight, 855 free It's the SACL-CAI toll-free line, 1-855-450-3733. Tonight with you, it's Ian. And Daryl. Daryl's here, courtesy of FPP.cc and his brand new book, which was released uh, last week, right? Late last week? Saturday. Saturday.
1: what uh, Give me a, a pitch real quick. What is The it? Diary of Henry Myers is a futuristic dystopian novelette written at the fall of the tyrannical empire Soko, and it's written in diary form from the perspective of henry myers with flashbacks to before the empire fell and people will be able to actually get this free
0: at some upcoming time
1: yes uh friday if you have an amazon kindle or have the kindle app downloaded on your laptop pc whatever you can actually get the ebook for free it's the end of the world celebration <laughs> and then what time friday Was it like a midnight start uh, or? midnight to midnight and they base that on pacific, pacific time okay and then also from the 29th of december till january 1st
0: we'll talk more about that when that one comes around but uh so friday you can get the diary of henry Myers, and what's the easiest way to do it through fpp.cc
1: uh fpp.cc there's the amazon link on the side perfect good that's a great
0: tip and uh, presumably the idea is people are going to read it tell their friends and then maybe you'll sell a few copies yes excellent uh so 855-450-free is the number by the way sacl cai has a full orbed approach to account recovery. They're really three companies in one. They do collections, early out billing and they purchase charged-off receivables. SACL knows the way they treat your customer reflects on you. Their staff is respectful. They record every call, and they have the best equipment money can buy, so your business is handled as efficiently as possible. You can see their banner right at the top of the Free Talk Live banner column at freetalklive.com, so do head over there and enjoy that. As we go to your phone calls, we continue here. Uh, uh, Daryl, you and I, by the way, we're checking out this video with uh, Piers Morgan ostensibly freaking out about guns uh i you know it's a 12 minute long video so we're probably not going to be able to play the whole well, thing during,
1: during the first two minutes he definitely lost his cool okay okay Because i was looking
0: at the last two minutes and larry I didn't see pratt any
1: that. was trying to give an answer
0: well, well we'll look more into it here as the show goes on and maybe we'll find a clip or two to share with Certainly. you a little bit later on let's get back to the phone calls though where we've got neil listening in georgia to lrn.fm hey neil Hey, what's on your mind tonight?
6: I, I just had a new program, a government program that I thought might help with all these shootings and massacres. Sure. Yeah. What I, I, I propose, like, for any of the mentally ill, that uh, they, there be a government sign-up, and we let them take control of a drone. And then they could shoot any schools, theaters, or whatever.
0: It's an interesting proposal. I don't know why uh, anyone would support it, but I uh, appreciate you bringing uh, that up tonight. Uh, I
6: mean, cuz it's all right long as we do it in another country. Y- you just can't do that here.
0: I see what you're saying. You're, so if the government were to allow some crazy person to have a drone and and shoot things up, then it would be okay because it was the government, you know, sanctioned killing.
6: Right. As long as the government's killing people, it's okay if if you or I decide to go shoot up the neighborhood school, the theater, the mall. That, that's a crime. But the government...
0: You make a good point, uh, Neil. Thanks for the call tonight. 855, it does make a good point. 855-450-FREE. However... Uh, there are still people who will be upset even when government does uh, horrific yes. things to its own people uh, and so, if there were to be some sort of government massacre of people in this country, a lot of people would be upset about it uh, it doesn 't have the same feel to some folks as going over and killing them strange folk from across the across the uh, the ocean. They just feel like, and I don't know why this is, it's this ethnocentrism thing. I don't understand it. It, I don't know where it comes from, if it's government schools or or where it comes from, if it's cultural. Uh, But people tend to think less of those who are born on a different arbitrary plot of land than they were. That somehow the people in the Middle East are less of humans than uh, than we are, well, and, and that even, they don't matter
1: as much. Even closer than that, people that are born south of the Rio Grande are somehow you know lesser than people that are born in the U.S. or even Canada. Because people don't really complain about those Canadians coming over here. Well, maybe it's because the Canadians look a
0: little bit more like uh, the rest, of, you know, yeah. a lot of people around here do. And its I don't know if it's a built-in racism or, or where it comes from. And your speculation would certainly be welcome. Where does ethnocentrism start? Because if it weren't for the idea of nations, obviously – I wouldn't think people would have that same mentality about other people around the world. But then again, maybe they would because you know they've got a different color skin or different uh, hair color or a different belief system. There's always going to be reasons why people dislike others. But to dislike somebody else simply because they were born somewhere different is ridiculous. Yeah. 855 450 free that's the toll free number here so when people look at what the government does around the world if they're even paying attention and most people aren't uh, if they do look at that then a lot of them will not see it as as scary they will not see it as as disturbing as what has happened in Connecticut with the school killing
1: that that reminds me of a political cartoon that i saw either yesterday today sometime Two guys were talking, and the one said, I'm really upset about those murders. And the other guy said, which ones? The ones in Pakistan, Yemen, Afghanistan, mm. Iraq, or the ones the media told you to worry about? Right. Indeed.
0: 855 free You take control. Let's go to Jeremy in Philly, listening online. Jeremy, you're on Free Talk Live at the end. and Daryl.
7: Hey, and Daryl. Yeah, I uh, have to say that I do miss the uh, the crankers. Um, I know they were really bad crankers, but... I was I would listen to the podcasts and I would I would hear a caller come come on and it was kind of fun trying to think like okay is this person going to be serious or are they just going to blurt out obscenities but I actually enjoyed listening to them I know you thought they were disruptive to the show but I thought they were pretty
0: entertaining okay well everyone's entitled to their opinion
7: <laughs> and uh, Daryl I miss those commercials that you used to do because I think you you changed the name of your organization and. I, I miss those commercials you used to do where you said, uh, Free Patriot Press. Automatic. Those were pretty great.
1: <laughs> yeah, that, that's where I would but, do my uh, Ridley, Ridley impression, impression. from RidleyReport.com. Uh, okay. Thanks, but, Jeremy. Hey,
7: hey, guys. Yeah. Uh, I had one comment about the Second Amendment, if I could. Sure. Um, I, I hear a lot of analogies because I. I, I have been reading a lot of internet forums and stuff, and I, I see people debating the Second Amendment. And my favorite rebuttal to the people who are who are in favor of the gun control is people will say, well, you know, these laws were written so long ago when the highest form of technology available to the average person was like a musket or, you know, maybe a cannon. Like, you know, you can't be serious that in this modern age the Second Amendment would mean that people would should be able to get an assault rifle. And then I love... I, I love the I love the analogy that's made to rebut that that says oh that's First Amendment that couldn't possibly apply to an internet yeah that's it's a just great point movable type printing
0: I want my own bearcat thanks for the call tonight Jeremy I appreciate uh, hearing from you 855-453. take control of the airwaves bring up whatever's on your mind coming up really disturbing cases about police abuse and we're talking about rape it's free talk live.
4: Are you a fan of fear, liberty, and good conversation? Do you support freedom, peace, and voluntary interaction? Are you looking to meet others who think like you? Don't wait for your move to the Free State Project to get started when you can do something about it today. This is Amanda Mill, encouraging you to set up a Liberty on the Rocks network near you to begin connecting and informing libertarian thinkers over drinks. Visit www.LibertyOnTheRocks.org.
0: is Free Talk Live. You can bring up anything that you want at 855-450-FREE. It's the SACL CAI toll-free line. Join us online over at freetalklive.com and enjoy the features that are waiting for you there. We give them all away, including listening options, live streams, you can tune in via broadband, midband, or narrowband versions of the show. Different size bit rates for different internet connections, uh, speeds. Also, over 110 radio stations across the country, various different uh, places, AM and FM. They're listed over at listen.freetalklive.com. In addition to that, we've got satellite listening choices, including XM Satellite Radio, where we are heard all week long. And on two different stations on XM, actually. Plus, we've got our free-to-air KU Band Satellite Channel, which is available across all of North America. America via Galaxy 19 satellite. Uh, plus you can learn more about that as well as the webcam and the listen lines all over at listen.freetalklive.com. Coming up in February, the twenty first through the twenty-fourth, you wanna go now to freestateproject.org slash liberty forum and get your registrations taken care of. I've heard that the prices are going to go up soon, uh, as apparently there there's a big announcement that is still yet to come. They have uh, only announced one of their major two keynote speakers. Now, there are several people that will come and speak at the Liberty Forum. I know that, um, let's see, I believe Declan McCullough is going to be there from CNET. Uh, He's not the keynote speaker. The keynote, I think, is Tom Woods, if I'm not mistaken. And I believe that is the Saturday night keynote. So there's still the Friday night keynote to announce. And once they've announced all of the speakers... Then the price is going to go up. So the idea is if you want to get the discounted rate, you buy now when you don't really know exactly how it's all going to pan out. And then once they know what exactly is going to happen, then they raise the price a bit. But I have to tell you, you don't want to wait because the price right now is spectacular. Can you imagine paying $100 for, for an entire convention for a weekend Thursday through Sunday? Nope, one hundred dollars. Add another hundred bucks to that and you get into all the the meals as well. So if you want the meal free package it's 100 bucks it's 199 if you want meals and all the speeches and, and events. So the 100 bucks get you into all the speeches, the panels and you know whatever doesn't involve food, and then for an extra hundred, you get you know the banquet dinners and things like that, the fancy dinners, which is you know that's kind of fun to have, but maybe you also would rather just go around Nashua and uh, experience some of the food of, uh, of the town. That's that's something else that you can do. And it's fun to do that when you're at the Liberty Forum. You know, you meet liberty-oriented people that maybe you've known before, maybe you've attended before, maybe you've never been before, and you're meeting new friends. Great opportunity to go out and, uh, you know, check out a a pizza place or Chinese food or whatever it is on the town that you want to do as well. So it's up to you. You can go to freestateproject.org slash libertyforum. Get registered you can't find conventions that are this affordable. Even at 200 bucks. getting two banquet dinners at least, and I'm not sure what else that includes as far as meals is concerned, but uh, getting just that. I guess is lunch? Maybe. maybe. I'm mean, Honestly, I don't know. Maybe we can ask uh, Chris Lawless next time we have him on the show. I'm sure he'll be back on to announce uh, the upcoming speeches that have yet to be announced. But uh, go now. freestateproject.org slash Liberty Forum. Some of the other speeches will be from uh, Ben Stone. From the Bad Quaker podcast, uh, Corey Doctorow, science fiction novelist, blogger, and technology activist. We've had Corey on the show uh, in the past, and a number of others have uh, been announced, including returning speaker Jeffrey Tucker from Laissez-Faire Books and formerly, I believe, of the Amises Institute. And that's not all. You can go to freestateproject.org slash libertyforum to learn more. Let's go to you and your thoughts. On the phones, we'll go to Ron listening via XM in Virginia. Hey, Ron.
8: Hey, yeah, I um, believe was a comment on the ethno- ethnocentricity that you were talking about. I don't think it has to do with color or geography so much as uh, relatedness to culture. So, like, you know, if we speak the same language and we worship the same, you know, invisible sky man, and we eat the same kind of food, then we're going to have a closer... or we're going to be more related to one another... Uh, in our perspective, than, say, someone on the other side of the world who has completely different uh, ways of living. So that way, like, like Canadians, for example, they eat very similar food, speak the same language unless they're from Quebec, and they worship the same invisible sky man. In. But... It's an interesting theory,
0: Ron, but uh, what about, like, you, you look at a country like Iran, which, from what I understand, is very similarly developed. Uh, the people are, you know, relatively well off there. Uh, that they, they, You know, it's kind of westernized in, in a lot of different ways, from what I understand. Uh, but
8: they, but speak, they, they speak a different language, they eat different food, and they do worship a different invisible sky man.
0: Do you feel like people would... Be upset about the Japanese being uh, bombed today because they speak a different language, or would they be all right with that?
8: Only because 50 years ago they had no problem with two news being set off on their land, so you know, we've been enculturated by you know, through marketing and advertising and through you know, industrial complex to uh, appreciate the Japanese, and especially for, like, their automobiles or their VCRs or now DVDs. Mm-hmm. So, you know, that's, you know, I mean, it depends on if we, if we if our government or our society in general made a concerted effort to have a good relationship with the uh, people of Iran because they had something we wanted, okay, um,
1: then... Oh, you mean, uh, like, how the U.S. government has a good relationship with Saudi Arabia, because they have oil, right?
8: Exactly. But uh, so that was basically my point on that. And That's,
1: it's an also, interesting theory.
8: May I? May I also? Uh, I had a, uh, a request. Sure. Um, you you talked talk about like um, you know setting up your iPhone to have like a security and the camera and automatically beach to um, you know an uplink. For the web, if you uh, take it, you know, um, you know, if you get pulled over by police. But the thing is, I try to like go and look for those kind of things, you know, through app stores and whatever. And it's not easy to find, you know, those kind of things. I was wondering if possibly on your website, y'all could say, well, if you want to do this, this is how we do it. And if you want to do that, this is how we go. Like, you know, I know that uh, Pete
0: Ayer over at copblock.org has done a write up at one point about some of the various different software, but they shouldn't be that hard to find. Just I believe search for...
1: Pete uses Quick. Uh,
0: I think Pete used to, and I don't know if he does anymore. But Q I K is one of the options. I use
1: Bamboozer.
0: Bamboozer is or Bamboozer is another one. B A M B U S E R. Uh, these are two very popular programs It should not at all be uh, be hard to find maybe you just didn't catch the names of them but qik is one of them and then bambuser b-a-m-b-u-s-e-r is another those are two very good ones and they're both free and from what i understand they should be available for apple i mean i i know they are absolutely available for android and i know quick is well distributed on multiple platforms so if you can't find bambuser there probably is a quick for your phone Okay, hey, cool. Well, hope that helps. Michael. Thank you. Thanks, Ron, for the call tonight and the thoughts. 855-450-FREE. Let's go to Phil. He's listening in Michigan. You're on Free Talk Live. Hey, Phil. Hi, how you doing? What's on your mind tonight?
9: Well, I was uh, just calling. I'm not sure if it was talked about last night or not. But the uh, governor in Michigan, uh, they, um, a day before the Sandy Hook incident, uh, there was a legisl- legislation passed at the Michigan House and Senate that would allow people who have a concealed carry license to take extra training, and if they take extra training, then they can get an exemption to uh, concealed carry in the pistol-free zones, amongst other things. Um, really, it wasn't an ideal bill. We we, we did some compromising on it. Um, some of the compromising hurt. I'm um, the president of Michigan Open Carry, and we we were one of the grassroots uh, push people behind the behind us at the grassroots pushing this. And it, was, and it came on the governor's desk, and there was some compromise to get it there. Um, the governor wanted more compromise along the way, um, but uh, the bill sponsor just refused to give it to him. So, uh, so they, they passed it out of the legislature as it was, and, and uh, basically said, if you don't like it, veto it. Well, it turns out the governor didn't veto it. The reason that he vetoed it, at least what he said, was it didn't allow public schools the option to opt out of the fiscal free zone or opt out of people carrying guns in school.
0: I thought uh, Michigan, that the uh, a, the gun-free Michigan zone a, thing was a federal regulation.
9: Well, there is that. Michigan has something called a preemption statute. that says local units of government can't regulate firearms. Regarding the federal law, um, the federal law specifically exempts anybody who is licensed by the state to carry a firearm as long as the state's in the background to gives the person that license
1: interesting does with the CPL. can you hang on to the next segment I've got a couple of questions that I want to ask you stand by
0: sure. Phil 855 free. the SACL CAI toll free line take control of the airwaves bring up whatever's on your mind whatever you want to talk about goes why we call it free talk live 855-453 free free talk live you take control if you want toll free at 855-450-FREE still to come some disturbing news about the police and police officers raping innocent people 855-450-FREE the toll free number here uh, but we'll continue taking your calls and want to by the way remind you if you would like to support free talk live One of the great, easy ways to do it is to shop with us. Just go to shop.freetalklive.com, enter Amazon through the links you'll find there. There's Amazon Canada, UK, and Amazon US. You just purchase whatever it is you're looking for, and Free Talk Live will get a portion of the purchase price. It's the same great prices, the same great selection, free super saver shipping, everything you're used to with Amazon It's just that you're entering through our portal, so they give us credit and a decent cut of the sale. So start your shopping at shop.freetalklive.com. Let's go back to Phil. He's listening in Michigan. And, Phil, you were explaining to us a moment ago that uh, there was a bill to propose there that made it to the governor's desk, apparently. Uh, where with some extra level of certification from the state, individuals would be allowed to carry firearms in so-called gun-free zones. The governor ended up vetoing that bill. And, Daryl, I know you said you had some questions.
2: Yeah, what is... The name of the bill, real
9: quick, was uh, Senate Bill 59, if anybody wants to research
0: it.
1: Okay. What is required in Michigan for one to get a permit from the government in order to be able to... Carry a weapon concealed on their person.
9: To get a permission slip to actually last size your god-given right, you have to. Uh, Michigan is a shell issue state, so if you meet the requirements and you're not a criminal and you haven't committed these certain misdemeanors in the past several years, um, you have to take. How many the, misdemeanors? Um, Thirty. Well, I, I think there's a list of like eighty different misdemeanors. So if you haven't committed one of these eighty misdemeanors and you're not a felon, okay. Then, then you can, uh, you can get your concealed pistol license. Um, it takes eight hours of training currently.
0: And what's the fee? Do you know?
9: <clears throat> the, the, the fee for the training, tra- the training, uh, you know, is on the free market that runs between $75 and $150. The fee to apply for the license to get the background check and all that is $105. That goes to the state.
1: What that does not sound like shall issue to me. That sounds like shall issue once you pay this giant extortion fee,
0: and only if you're obedient to the state and don't have a misdemeanor charge. Which it's easy as hell to get a misdemeanor charge these days. Uh, I'd be interested
9: well, they're, in they're, seeing their violent misdemeanors. Oh, and, they are? And I like to call it the twenty-one dollar a year uh, self-defense tax.
1: And then you said something about. This uh, Senate Bill 59 that was proposed, with some more extensive training, you would be able to protect yourself basically anywhere. What is involved or what uh, does the proposal call for for the more extensive training?
9: Well, the, uh, the the initial training to take to get your concealed pistol license is uh – the NRA's personal protection inside the home. The uh, the additional training The additional training was uh, the NRA personal protection
7: outside the home, so they're standard NRA
9: classes.
1: Okay, I, I'm not familiar with NRA classes. I've never taken one. So,
0: so if this bill passed, it would basically be a huge subsidy for, or at least a subsidy for the NRA.
9: Well, I don't know if it would be a subsidy for the NRA as much as the NRA instructors. The NRA instructors pay the NRA to get certified a certain class. Mm
0: -hmm. And
10: then
9: after that, the NRA instructors charge whatever it is they want on the uh, open market.
1: The supposedly open market, because I'm sure there's some kind of requirement or fees that they're required to pay. By the way, the uh, license fee for a New Hampshire concealed carry
0: permit is $10.
9: I'm not sure how long does that permit last.
0: I haven't the slightest clue. Uh, how yeah, long Michigan, does yours last?
9: They last, five, they last five years in Michigan
1: for $105. That's $21 a year. Gotcha. Most states I know that have the lower fees that last for one year. Thank you, Phil, for Thanks, the call
0: Phil. tonight. Appreciate hearing from you. Good luck out there. 855-450-FREE is the toll-free number. That's 1-855-450-3733. You know, it's it is insulting, and he kind of touched on it there a moment ago. That one must beg for permission. One must uh, entreat his master. One must grovel, fill out forms, give cash over, and and basically hope that he'll be approved, or he or she will be approved for the ability to defend oneself by carrying concealed. Here in New Hampshire, you can carry openly without a permit, uh, but if you would like to conceal a weapon, they do demand that you get their state permission slip for it. And they will find reasons to disqualify you. Our friend Derek Jay, uh, in his movie Derek J's Victimless Crime Spree, which you can watch for free over at com, he attempted to get a concealed weapons permit. He was, uh, you know, he owns a firearm and wanted to be able to conceal it legally in, in New Hampshire and was denied, was denied access because he's a so-called known drug user.
1: Who one time was arrested for attempting to smoke what was supposedly marijuana
0: right he had less than a bowl packs worth of marijuana on him at the time allegedly Uh, and they had not convicted him by the way at the time at which at the time at which that he put in his application for the firearms permit he had not been convicted of possessing marijuana he pled guilty right he had only been accused of it and apparently that was enough for them to decide that he couldn't have a, a firearm. So New Hampshire definitely has its problems with uh with firearms freedom, but it's still one of the freer states. I think it's one of the top 3 or top 5. Uh, I think uh, only Vermont and
1: Arizona. Alaska. Was
0: oh, that Arizona?
1: I I think Arizona, Arizona has what they recently call the constitutional carry Although okay. it does not allow you to carry at school or in a courthouse. New Hampshire may be like number four then, because
0: I'm pretty sure Alaska's got a, a real good freedom to carry, too. Um, but New Hampshire is you know, somewhere where we can see these things improve, I think, over time. As, Certainly. As more liberty-minded people make the move here and get active for achieving liberty in our lifetime, then we'll see a rollback, hopefully. We'll see what you call constitutional carry where you don't have to beg anyone's permission to exercise a right because doesn't that negate the idea of a right in the first place yes. if it's my right to have free speech then i shouldn't have to ask you daryl before i can if you were the government i shouldn't have to ask your permission before i speak
1: then it becomes
0: a privilege exactly and that's a huge there's a huge gulf of a difference and i've between asked, that
1: i've asked uh federal park rangers As well as local police, at what decibel level does free speech turn into a privilege? And I have never gotten an answer.
0: Excellent question. Were you referring to like a megaphoning or something
1: like that? Yeah. Yeah. I said, okay, if I just stand here and talk to myself really loudly, you have to leave, sir. Okay, at what (laughs) decibel level you have to leave, sir? Why? Anybody that wants to speak here must get a permit get a permit there's people over there talking to one another go harass them they're not trying to get other people to hear what they're uh, saying yes you have to leave sir
0: it's disturbing, and people will put up with it. In a lot of bigger cities, they have permits and things like that for, uh, for speeches and marches, and that's why the occupiers came up with the, uh, the mic check thing where they all speak in Human unison. megaphone. Correct. They speak in unison to amplify their voices to where they're not using an amplification system to get around laws that, uh, that prevent the use of amplification systems. And it's, it's absolutely outrageous. Let's continue, though, with you and your thoughts. Jeff is in Philly and Jeff, you're on Free Talk Live with Ian and Daryl. Hey guys. Hey, what's on your mind?
8: Um, I just wanted to get a little more information on that free state project you guys are talking about for the past sure. few days, I heard. Well well what's that all about though? Is that just like about New Hampshire and Liberty and whatnot?
0: Well, it's a pretty simple concept. Uh, The idea is to bring liberty-minded people together uh, here in New Hampshire. I am not a New Hampshire native, and Daryl, neither are you. Daryl is originally from Alabama, and I am originally from Florida, and people are coming here from across the country, from as far away as California uh, and Alaska. Some from even Hawaii, others others from around the world are converging here in New Hampshire for the purpose of uh, concentrating activism, getting as many people together in the same geographic location so we can have a greater effect. Does that make sense? Okay, I
8: see. I heard you guys were talking about New Hampshire is one of the top free states, and I, I heard that recently.
0: It is. In fact, there's over 101 reasons to move over at the Free State Project's website at freestateproject.org. I believe if you look on the left-hand side of the website, there's a couple menu items and under what is the FSP. If you click that, you'll then find the 101 reasons to move. So if you love freedom... You really should check that out. It's well worth your time to investigate. And, Jeff, thanks for your call tonight. Appreciate it. All right. 855-450-FREE. That is the SACL-CAI toll-free line. You take control of the airwaves. Bring up whatever's on your mind, and we will continue. Hour number two is on the way. A really disturbing story coming up about the police. One officer in particular who's female. Normally when you hear about a rape story, it's a male perpetrator. This is pretty unusual. Coming up. Talk Live, toll-free number to you tonight, 855-450-FREE. That's the SACL-CAI toll-free line, 1-855-450-3733, inviting you to bring up whatever might happen to be on your mind. Phones were packed uh, last hour with calls coming all over the place. Uh, Generally, the overarching discussion was about guns. And uh, you know, we were corrected, uh, told that apparently an AR-15 is actually not a machine gun, as I had referred to it the other night. Uh, I just presumed it was because I've seen them before and they look like machine guns. Uh, but apparently, they are semi-automatic with a burst option. Uh, this was was clarified previously.
1: Well, the M16 has the burst option. He said. Oh, I thought he the said the AR-15 AR is the civilian
0: version. I'm pretty sure the A. I'm pretty sure the M16 was a full-auto version of that. And that the AR-15 had the burst. But anyway, you can review our show later in the archives if you'd like to to know for sure uh, at freetalklive.com. And also discussed uh, toward the end of the last hour about a Michigan bill which would uh, would allow—it was vetoed, but it would have allowed individuals with a concealed carry permit in Michigan to go through further gun training in order to be able to carry on school campuses— and it ended up being vetoed but it's you know it was interesting pitch and still offensive the idea that one has to sh- you know go to the governmental uh, system and somehow prove oneself before being able to exercise a right uh, if you if you have to beg permission, you don't have a right anymore. You've got a privilege that is being uh, you know, designated upon you by your master. And it's the same thing with uh, free speech permits, which is ridiculous as well, or free speech zones. People shouldn't put up with this stuff. And the fact that uh, people do put up with it is the reason why we have the tyranny that we do. Because when they set up a free speech zone and tell you to go in, and sit in that free speech zone or stand there with your signs or your megaphone or whatever – then if you do, as you're told, you're part of the problem. And we were uh, recently at a a protest sort of thing in Palmer, Massachusetts, Daryl, you and I, and they had free speech zones set up there. I never once set foot inside uh, those free speech zones, but I did see some people uh, did that. uh,
1: Jay Noon temporarily went into the free speech zone outside of his house. Mm -hmm. But for the most part, he was not in there. The one outside of the courthouse was the one that they were enforcing very strictly.
0: Really? See, I was arrested moments before. Oh, you wait. Wait, outside of the courthouse or outside of the Town Hall? Or
1: outside of Town
0: Hall. Town Hall. Yeah, I was arrested quickly at Town Hall for recording video, so I did not get to experience that.
1: And I was wearing a press badge at the time mm-hmm. and was repeatedly told, That I had to go into the free speech zone if I wanted to talk to the people that were in the free speech zone. And that I was (laughs) not, I I had already been kicked out of the building. Mm -hmm. So I wasn't allowed anywhere else. This is a public building, by
0: the way. Did they allege that you were being kicked out because you're being rowdy or something? What was the reason? Uh,
1: They said that it was closed off to everyone that was not a registered (laughs) bidder
0: meaning the entire town hall was closed off because just so people know That's what they claim we were there for a tax sale that was the reason we went to town hall in the first place but in the
1: third person that rode down to palmer with us david was allowed free range to walk <laughs> in and out of the building at will
0: <laughs> apparently because he didn't have a press badge on and they well, also prevented the newspaper
1: reporter from going into the she tax could sale. not go into the tax sale But But she she was allowed to walk in and out of the building. (laughs) But when she spoke to anyone that had basically been corralled into the free speech zone, Mm -hmm. she had to step into the free speech zone. What would have happened if those people who were put into the free speech zone had refused to go? My guess is arrest
0: for disorderly conduct. And I bet you that every single one of them would have been dropped. Every one of those charges would have been dropped over time. That's my, that's my prediction, because they, they dropped my disorderly conduct charge, and uh, or one of the two. I'm still facing the town ordinance they, violation.
1: They dropped the misdemeanor charge against you. Correct. And
0: then they ended up changing the circumstances of the town ordinance charge to have nothing to do with what happened at town hall. Because, I'm
1: fairly certain that's illegal.
0: Yeah, it absolutely is. But that's what they did anyway. And so I would predict that if the people had not followed the orders and gone into that free speech zone they would have had a good case but that's the that's the problem people are too obedient even folks that consider themselves activists are too willing to be pushed around by these people with uniforms and badges or in this case probably just
1: town hall people uh no they had was the cops? several cops yeah two sometimes three they, if- there was one time somebody didn't go into the free speech zone they called three cops to come outside from inside. So at one point there were four for one person, and no one got video of any of this. No, your your camera had died. My camera had died. Nobody else and had no a one camera. Nobody else had a
0: camera. You know, everybody has to start their activism experience somewhere. But the first thing you should do is arm up with a video camera or get a some kind of a camcorder device on your smartphone, like a Quick dot com or Bambuser. And be ready to use it. But if you keep allowing yourself to be told what to do then don't be surprised as your freedoms continue to drip away. Unfortunately, you can't just expect the government to respect your freedoms. They're the biggest violator of your freedoms, and they'll continue to take them step by step by step as long as you continue to cede them. You're the one who's responsible here. If you keep ceding your freedoms to the state as they keep demanding them from you, just like you keep paying the money that they demand of you, then don't be surprised when the restrictions continue to, uh, to continue to clamp down, and the taxes continue to rise, and the regulations continue to become more intrusive and oppressive. And then here we are. Yeah. So 855-450-FREE. Chad's in Minnesota, listening to WNMT in the northern portion of Minnesota. Hey, Chad.
11: Hey, and Daryl, how are you doing? What's on your mind tonight? Oh, I just wanted to tell you that, you know, you said you thought the AR-15, the civilian version, you could do the three-round burst on that one. No, that's not correct. Not true. Okay. No one pull per bullet. Gotcha. Okay, and then also. But the assault. but the uh,
0: the M sixteen is a fully auto gun, right?
11: Yes, that yes that that one you can switch over. Okay, that's the military version. But assault is a very kind of general term because I can assault you with a baseball bat, sure. a rock, and also on the. I can assault, assault
1: you with a spoon.
11: You could assault <laughs> me with verbal words too. <laughs> but anyways, the. Uh, the uh, assault ban that also because you could be out of bullets in your gun and there's uh, you can ad- uh, the assault weapon was you could adapt a bayonet on there that is illegal uh, a sound suppressor that was also under the under the uh, assault weapons ban and also believe it or not a grenade launcher on the end.
0: <laughs> You're saying all these things were
1: banned, but that expired in
0: right. uh, the that's, last decade, right?
11: What- that's what makes it an assault weapon
1: and also I believe the adjustable stock
11: yeah they yeah, they put the folding stock in there as well, which I don't what that has to do. I don't know maybe you can hide it a little more, but anyways, I was uh my wife has a concealing carry, and uh for stocking stuffer, I had put a laid away a pistol on um, layaway for her for Christmas. And we were in just in the gun store today, which we're outdoorsy people here in Minnesota. We fish, we hunt, and all that stuff. And uh, talking to the guy that I deal with a lot there, and he said in the last two days, they've sold 22 AR-15s, and they hmm. have two more left. And he said, I guarantee they're gone today. Wow. And so... Are I, people scooping
0: I, them up because they think that, uh, are, uh, that they're going to be banned?
11: Um. Yes, and it doesn't didn't help when you know the president comes out and makes a speech about that too. But and also the the ammunition has gone up just since a few days ago. So I myself scooped up some of that. And uh, but another thing I'd like to just uh, touch on is I, I believe it was Saturday when Obama came out and he said, uh, you know, we all have to change. About about the guns and whatever. Well, I don't know. We're responsible gun owners. Um, all our guns are locked in a safe. I mean, if you could lift that safe up or get into it, all the ammunition is in there. And I hunt. My wife hunts, but we have a daughter, and she has no interest in guns, no interest in hunting. And but yet, is forced. We force her. I don't want to say force, but. Had her do safety, gun safety class, just because there's guns in her home. So, in order for. Chad, stand by.
5: Under the mistletoe this year, there's only one thing you should be slipping into your lover's mouth. Stateless Sweets, delicious, handmade, all-natural candy. The holidays are going to be full of empty calories this year, so make your calories count with the very best handcrafted confections. Chocolate-covered pistachio brittle, salted honey caramels, English toffee, and the best fudge you've ever tasted. You need this for your holiday parties. Go to statelesssweets.com and use coupon code FTL to save 10%. statelesssweets.com
0: Free Talk Live toll free number tonight, 855-450-free. The SACL CAI toll free line. Join us online at freetalklive.com. We give you the features on the site and we do it for free, unlike a lot of those other talk show hosts that want to get uh, you know eight bucks a month out of you just to let you in to access their archives. Uh, We've got the archives right there at the front and the top of the website, and they're all totally free, so go to freetalklive.com and enjoy. In fact, if you'd like to go further back than the last week, which is right there at the top, you can just click into our archive section, and that will take you back for years' worth of Free Talk Live. Plus, you can grab those same archives on our SoundCloud page, as well as the Edgington Post interviews that Mark does uh, every week. He does usually one to three or so uh, Edgington Post interviews. And you can get all those over at soundcloud.freetalklive.com. Or if you're already on our website, just look on the left-hand side of the page under listen and share, and you'll find our SoundCloud link right there. So enjoy all of that totally free. Once again, freetalklive.com. Bitcoins, maybe you've heard about them. If you haven't, you need to know more. Go to bitcoin.freetalklive.com. It is an open-source alternative currency that is now The most valuable currency in the world. If that doesn't tell you, hey, this is something worth checking out, well, you need to know that they're peer-to-peer. They're decentralized, meaning there's no central server that the government can target and take out. Because the Bitcoin is a threat to the, the existence of the state. It is something that allows you to have total control of your money. You get to decide you know to whom to send your bitcoins you don't have to you know answer to anybody there's no in between there's no middleman there's no bank standing in your way there's no gatekeeper preventing you from getting an account or for preventing you from purchasing bitcoins with cash the bitcoin is an amazing development and you owe it a little bit of time you know maybe it'll take you 2 minutes to watch uh, the video over at weusecoins.org which give you a brief overview of what the bitcoin is you owe it to yourself to, uh, to check this out if you're interested in alternative currencies if you're sick of the federal government's dollar you really should go to bitcoin.freetalklive.com you'll find some useful links there to learn more about bitcoins once again bitcoin.freetalklive.com chad is back with us listening in northern michigan to wnmt sorry chad we had some technical difficulties there and the last few words i think were probably cut off as far as what you had to say so uh can you recap where you were what were you telling us
11: Oh, I'm in mean, northern Minnesota, anyways. Just to tell you that.
0: <laughs> Sorry, what did I say? Michigan? I, I apologize. Yeah, you said Michigan, Michigan,
11: yeah. No, but what I was saying uh, when uh, I don't know how what got cut off, but on Saturday or whatever, when Obama came out and said that you know we all have to change with uh, due to the gun laws and everything, and uh, kind of like I say, it kind of touched a nerve with me um, because we're uh, very responsible gun owners. Everything is locked up in the safe. The, uh, ammunition and uh, and even though we have a daughter that is not interested in guns uh, or hunting or anything like that that's just not her thing it's her parents like to do that mm-hmm. but uh, how old is she, is, she? Uh, 14 okay but in Minnesota you take gun safety class at twelve years old so which um, since we have guns in the house and everything uh, it's we took it upon ourselves to have her educated in the gun safety class even though she's not interested because you know we have guns in the house and i'd like to her to know how to operate or whatever or just the respect of them because children you know they see bang bang on tv but take them out to the range and uh actually let them hear a pistol go off sure that doesn't go off on tv um they just about you can put them back in Pampers because <laughs> they <laughs> it, have no clue. You know what I mean?
0: Yeah, and, and you're playing a video game as well with all manner of uh, you know simulated firearms is nothing exactly. like the real experience. And you're right, respect for the firearm is absolutely, I think, the right word there. Exactly. It really, it, a real experience with a firearm really drives home how dangerous uh, this tool can be, and how you, you do need to absolutely respect it, and you know never point it at anyone you you know aren't intending to kill. Uh, as well as uh, some other basic,
1: uh, you know, precepts. Don't put your finger on on the trigger trigger. unless you intend to shoot. Like they do in the movies all the time. And don't shoot unless you intend to kill what you're pointed at. Yeah.
11: Right. And also, um, what was I just going to (laughs) say?
0: You always want to, like, triple check
1: it as well. Like,
0: you know, at least double or triple check uh, a firearm. Well, Michael Dean,
1: who does the Freedom Fiends podcast put out a really good movie called uh, Firearms Training with the Non-Aggression Principle. That's
0: right. And uh, that is available, I believe, through Amazon, which you can go to shop.freetalklive.com to find. Chad, thanks for sharing your story tonight. Appreciate it. 855-450-FREE. Paul is listening in Boston to lrn.fm. Hey, Paul.
12: Oh, hey, guys. What's up?
0: What's on your mind tonight?
12: Uh, I I heard you guys talking about the Second Amendment and uh, guns, and I'd like to join the discussion, if I may.
0: You are here on the air. Go ahead.
12: Okay. Um, I like to go hunting, and uh, my favorite animal—my favorite animal to hunt—is deer. And while I'm out in the woods, when I'm hunting deer, I like to fuck them in the ass. Mm,
0: you can't say that on the radio. Eight five five four fifty free. That's the SACL-CAI toll free line. Young kids should not be saying
1: those words. It's,
0: well, I mean, they—I don't care if I, it no skin off my back if a teenager is saying <laughs> the words and talking about the things that he's talking about uh, but sorry it doesn't belong on the radio because yeah. there's this pesky thing called the fcc and beyond that uh, most stations advertisers probably wouldn't want to be associated with that kind of talk yep so even if the fcc wasn't around then hmm, odds are good stations would still have policies about that sort yeah. of thing yeah 855 free the SACL-CAI toll-free line. Let's continue here. And, of course, we will take your calls about absolutely anything. Hey, uh, speaking of, uh, well, molestation and rape, which is what he referenced uh, a moment ago, we actually have a story in relation to that. This story is not funny. Uh, it's from the Daily Mail over in the U.K., And this is really disturbing. Two Texas women are suing after state troopers subjected them to a humiliating and invasive roadside body cavity search that was caught on video. Female trooper Kelly Hellison is seen in the footage aggressively searching the private parts of Angel Dobbs, who's 38, and her niece, Ashley, 24, in front of passing cars. The women who claim the trooper used the same rubber glove for both of them We're initially stopped by Hellison's colleague, David Farrell, on State Highway 161 near Irving after he saw one of them throw a cigarette butt out of the window. Farrell can be heard in the uh, disturbing video questioning the pair about marijuana, though he failed to find any evidence of the drug in the vehicle. However, he requested the women be searched after allegedly claiming they were acting weird. The lawsuit states he then tried to morph the situation into a DWI investigation. Angel Dobbs passed a roadside sobriety test, and the women were given warnings for littering. Angel said Hellison irritated an anal cyst that she suffered uh, from during the search, causing her severe and continuing pain and discomfort. The suit said that Angel Dobbs was overwhelmed with emotion and feeling uh, a feeling of helplessness and reacted, stating that Hellison had just violated her in a most horrific manner. The two women are suing the director of the te- Texas Department of Public Safety, Stephen McGraw, who they claimed ignored previous complaints about unlawful strip searches, cavity searches, and the like. we will tell you more about this story here in a moment. Apparently throwing a cigarette butt out the window is justification for a anal and vaginal cavity search on the side of the road. 855-450-FREE. But it's okay. It was a woman who did it. So it's fine, right? It's fine if a woman violates another woman. 855-450-FREE. Your thoughts are certainly welcome. You take control. It's Free Talk Live.
5: This is Mark of Free Talk Live. We've been witnessing a meltdown of the economic engine that powers our country. With a printing press tethered to Washington bureaucrats and New York central bankers, how can we trust paper money? For years, I've been buying gold and silver from Midas Resources, and you should too. Call 877-357-9938 for a free book titled 10 Reasons to Own Gold, or... Go to gold.freetalklive.com. Again, 877 357 9938. 877 357 9938.
0: This is Free Talk Live. Bring up anything yet you want toll free. 855 450 free. That's the SACL CAI toll free line. You can take control of the airwaves. Does anybody actually support uh, cavity searches on the part of the police, on the side of the road, or anytime? Nope. Uh, Would love to hear from you if you do. 855-450-FREE. That is uh, the issue at hand at the moment, where in Texas, two women are suing after state troopers subjected them to an invasive search of both of their uh, cavities. Of note, the rectal and vaginal uh, areas were searched. With a gloved hand, and the gloved hand, well, the glove wasn't even changed between one person to the next.
1: There's that factor. How often does uh, the TSA change their gloves? That's a Which good Which, of question. course, they're not doing cavity searches, but not still. Not yet. Not yet. Uh, But apparently,
0: you don't need to be in an airport to get a cavity search. This is happening on the side of the road. We can tell you more about this story here in a moment. Also, want to let you know where you can go and get bitcoins. We talked a moment about bitcoins uh, in the last segment, and I want to remind you that you can go and get some over at bitinstant.com. They make it easy. You can go to over uh, something like a million locations around the globe in 30 countries. I mean, it's as simple as going to Walmart or CVS and using the moneygram phone and then uh, literally minutes later you've got Bitco- you've got bitcoins it's so easy and you can even use Dwala as well go to bitinstant.com that's bitinstant.com 855-450-free you can bring up what you want the story here is from the daily mail but they're also referencing a uh, dallasnews.com piece which has an update as of today. Apparently, the officer in question here, Kelly Hellison, has been suspended with pay uh, pending the outcome of the investigation. Now, a preliminary investigation by the Texas Rangers uh, has failed to take any action against the troopers. So we'll see if uh, Ms. Hellison, the trooper in this particular case, does end up with any kind of consequence.
1: Now, here's my question. Yeah. Will David Farrell, who ordered Miss Hellison to do the searches, will he face any kind of charges?
0: I don't know. That's a good question because he may, his argument may be that he did not intend for her to search them like that.
1: We don't know if he well, told there her. There are a lot of s- people that get charged with conspiracy to commit a crime sure. because they didn't intend that to happen. Well, those
0: people aren't government agents. Uh, Government agents do tend to have a lot of immunities that uh, come
1: along with with part of the job. Oh yes, the wonderful immunities.
0: But in this case, uh, he could, uh, you know, unless these ladies heard him give her an order to search their body cavities, he'll probably not be held responsible for this. It looks like this lady got a little bit friendly. Uh, a little bit too friendly with these women. And, and the video footage makes it real clear. Like, there's there's and no question. That's footage
1: from the dashboard camera. That's correct. Yeah, there's. Which no- surprisingly did not malfunction because. You know how often those things malfunction when uh, police do something wrong.
0: They seem to have a real serious failure rate during times when the police have uh, have allegedly done something against the rules. In this case, uh, it's pretty clear this woman reaches her hand right down the front of uh, these women's pants, and uh, there's there's no doubt what, uh, what it is that she's doing. That is not, in my opinion at all, any kind of appropriate measure whatsoever. I don't care if you suspect them of being drug couriers. It's just not appropriate to uh, to do that kind of thing to people. Yeah. And we'll see what ends up happening. There's like a there's a gap in the story and I when I looked at the Dallas News crime blog where it was originally reported where it doesn't really it kinda jumps from one point where it just says that he orders the investigation or orders the searches because they were acting weird and then just kinda jumps to uh Ms. Ms. Dobbs, one of the victims, Angel Dobbs, claiming that she irritated the the trooper irritated an anal cyst uh, that she suffers during the search, uh, causing her continuing and severe pain and discomfort. She uh, the suit says that Angel was overwhelmed with emotion and a feeling of helplessness and reacted, stating that Hellison had just violated her in a most horrific manner. The two are also suing the De- Texas Department of Safety. The lawyer for the ladies is said said that the uh, shocking incident which was filmed on the dash mounted camera was a roadside sexual assault. And that's putting it lightly. Yeah. I mean, rape I think would be a more accurate term. I if somebody penetrates you without your permission, penetrates your bodily orifices,
1: that's rape. Yeah. In my book. And This, oddly enough, is from Texas, where two years ago there was legislation in the Texas State House that would classify pretty much everything the TSA does during an evasive pat down as sexual assault. As sexual assault. Yeah. So now the state troopers are doing the same thing, only they're actually doing worse. Than what the TSA does.
0: Yeah, this is shocking. And the attorney in this case said, you can see what's happening clearly. No one's ever seen the likes of this. We can't let them get away with it. And that's the end of the story. So we'll find out over time what transpires here. And hopefully our listeners will keep us up to date on this story. Maybe you're down in the Texas area and you'll see these updates more likely than we will. You know, Please submit them to freetalklive.com and let us know uh, about the updates in this case because there's the chance they could get away with it yeah there's a good chance of that considering some of the horrific things that the police are able to get away with when it comes to victimizing human beings who have not harmed others these women were not alleged to have caused anyone harm they're not you know wanted criminals or anything like that they allegedly threw a cigarette butt out the window
1: even when the cops do things that are horrific ...to people that did supposedly hurt someone. Like, uh, where was it? San Francisco, where the guy was handcuffed, and the police officer shot him basically in, in the, the back. back of the head, yep. or in the back, and executed it. The cop wound up getting one year in jail. Yep, 11 months I think he spent in jail. So, this is
0: disturbing, and it could happen to you. Yeah. Clearly. I mean, all it took was a small violation. This is, what, littering? Is that a misdemeanor? I don't think so. It's probably a violation. You probably would be, you know, if you were found guilty of littering, would be issued a fine. And that would be that. There wouldn't be jail time hanging over your head for littering. But yet that calls for, because they were acting weird,
1: Uh, that calls for a
0: body cavity search?
1: I guess the state troopers are taking the Department of Highway... uh, slogan don't mess with texas a little too literally (laughs) and people don't realize that the term don't mess with texas is actually copyrighted by the texas highway no uh, really basically yeah it's akin to give a hoot don't pollute Hmm. you know it's one of those things to remind people not to litter i see and you know this because you used to live there well i used to live there but i learned it from i think it was cracked where they always have the weird list Mm -hmm. it was things that don't mean what you think they really mean and they had the old commercials from the 1980s with chuck norris Mm -hmm. reminding people not to litter don't mess with texas we've seen the police get away
0: with murder multiple times We've seen the police because the one you, the, men, the incident you mentioned, Daryl, was one of the few times where a police officer was actually found guilty one of murdering someone. of the two percent. Yeah. Oh, is that it? Two percent.
1: Two percent of the times that uh, uh, a police, police officer pilots? kills someone, they're punished. Are right? they ever punished in any yeah. manner? Where'd you get that statistic, by the way? Uh, I do not remember where I got the statistic, but I have cited it numerous times. On FPP. It sounds uh, accurate to me. I mean, from all the police
0: abuse stories we've shared over the years on this program, over the decade that we've been doing Free Talk Live, hardly ever are they punished in any way. Most of the time, it's uh, a paid vacation. They call it suspension. Yeah. Uh, they get a paid vacation while the department investigates, and then their investigation almost always comes back with oh well, it looks like uh so-and-so officer there was doing was no it by excessive the book force totally by the book everything's okay here case closed so we'll see what happens in this case where these women were obviously raped by this female officer but when they do it it's just a invasive search right. 855-450-FREE the SACL CAI toll-free line you can take control here share your thoughts this is free talk live Free Talk Live, toll-free number tonight for you to take control of the airwaves, 855-453. That's the SACL-CAI toll-free line. Join us online over at freetalklive.com, all the features we give away. So enjoy those on us. Once again, freetalklive.com. There is something special that you can have for your guests at your holiday parties this holiday season, and that would be stateless sweets, delicious Handmade, all-natural candy. The holidays are going to be full of empty calories this year, so make your calories count with the very best in handcrafted confections, chocolate-covered pistachio brittle salted honey caramels, English toffee, and the best fudge you've ever tasted. You can get it for your holiday parties by going to statelesssweets.com
12: or just get it for yourself.
0: And use coupon code FTL to save 10%. But they make great gifts as well, by the way. StatelessSweets.com. Use coupon code FTL and you'll save 10%. Again, StatelessSweets.com. 855-450-FREE. We were recommended a video earlier uh, tonight, Daryl, and it takes place over at apparently CNN, the Piers Morgan Show. Yes. Uh, Piers Morgan is uh, the guy who took over for Larry King, and he had, uh, who is this, Larry Pratt, I think, from Gun Owners of yes. America on this video with him in this interview. Uh, the video itself is about 12 minutes long, and you've been kind of parsing through it during some of the breaks, Daryl, and the middle of the video is one of the points at which uh, Piers kind of loses his cool a little he bit. He freaks out. Uh, and so let me go with uh, some of this audio here from the mox news channel on face or not facebook youtube
4: here's the audio the matter is with guns comes safety if the guns are in the hands of the good guys and when you say the good guys can't have guns the bad guys have a monopoly and th- horrible things such as the shooting at the schools take place the ar-15 as we've now seen from the last three mass shootings in america aurora the shopping
1: mall in oregon and now sandy hook school is the preferred choice of weapon for disturbed young men uh, who want to commit mass atrocity you can fire hundreds of bullets at rapid speed if you have the right magazines the president of the united states has indicated he wants
4: to uh, ban assault weapons like this what is your view I think we need to ban gun control laws that keep people from being able to protect themselves. The, the problem is not going to go away if we ban this or that gun. We've tried that. That doesn't work. Doesn't even work in England. You've had mass murders there all over Europe. There have been mass murders. You're the solution is for people utter, to be able to defend themselves at the point of the crime nonsense. and not wait for 20 minutes for the police to come what you after just everybody's said, dead. Mr. Pratt was an absolute lie. The gun murder rate in countries
1: like Britain or Germany or Australia, who've all suffered massacres many
4: years ago of similar nature, have... They are 35 people killed a year. Your country your murder is 12,000. Uh, your murder rate is lower than ours. That is true. Lower? Your it's 35 cra- against 12,000 Your violent in crime rate is higher than ours, as is the violent crime rate in Australia. America is not the the Wild West that you are depicting. We only have the problem in our cities, and, and unhappily in our schools, where people like you have been able to get laws put on the books that now I, we can continue this here in a moment but it's an interesting
0: discussion and i forget if it was mark who who said this to me but somebody looked at some numbers and found that there was some you know big city which has a perception of being a particularly violent place and found that uh there were fewer gun crimes there per you know thousand population than there were in new hampshire or something like that
1: yeah i believe that was me last friday that pulled up that weird statistic uh from the 10 years i think it was between 1999 and 2009 it was new york state okay and the State. state of new jersey had less murders per thousand than new hampshire gun murders yes what does that mean Well, that means that New Hampshire, with a population of, what, just over a million people... About 1.3. ...had roughly 10 murders per year Mm -hmm. during that 10-year period, where these other states with drastically larger populations had, I think it was, like, one per thousand less, but then when you multiply that times... The several million in New Jersey and 20 million or whatever it is in New York, you know, it's a far greater number of murders.
0: So the crime numbers in total are greater, but the per thousand yes. lower in New York. I mean, that's that's almost shocking.
1: Yeah. But again,
0: that's New York.
1: The, the, entire the entirety state. of New York State, not just New York City, because there's a lot of New York State where there's not a lot of people that live there which means not a lot of crimes are happening and also not a lot of gun related murders
0: well now new hampshire is one of the more gun uh, liber- liberty oriented places as right. far as guns are concerned and when you go to the vision of humanity chart at uh, visionofhumanity.org it's got a neat uh, graphic uh, there's one for the us and there's also one for globally it's the global peace index and the u s Peace Index, and so I don't know what you know statistics you were referencing, but this particular uh, peace index has determined that New Hampshire is the number three most peaceful place in the entire United States, and it's just barely behind uh, Maine and Vermont.
1: that sounds accurate to me so
0: Maine and Vermont, very peaceful New Hampshire very peaceful uh, and then New York on this list. Just to kind of go down here, let's see, New York, I'm just going to pull this up. Thirty-one, number thirty-one. So I just want to make sure we put this into perspective. Maybe there are a handful more, you know, per thousand, like what was it, one per thousand more in, in New York? Something Hampshire? like that. MERS? It was
1: either what it would it was definitely less than one and a half per thousand. I wonder about that because I'm looking here at uh, the chart. And again, this statistic was from 1999. It was a 10 year period. I see. From 1999 to 2009.
0: In this, uh, this is a really useful chart over at visionofhumanity.org org because they actually have years, so you can look year by year by year and watch the you know the rankings of the states. Uh, and I think change. you can
1: also break it down to metropolitan area in there as well. That might be possible. Uh, just
0: looking at the state level, though, in twenty ten, which is the most recent year uh, for which data is available, the homicide rate in New Hampshire is a one point zero zero, which is, I believe, the lowest rating that you can receive in this uh, chart the homicide rate in new york uh, for the entire state is 1.98 so according to this information at least today uh, new york is nearly twice as dangerous yeah. so you know how can you even rely on any of these statistics how yeah, do you it's even know one
1: of those things of statistics are done in such a way To where it can tell whatever story you want it to tell.
0: I'm just going to change real quick here and look at uh, New York in 1990. Excuse me, 2000. The year 2000 actually uh, scored number 37 there. So New York is actually a little more peaceful today than it was back in a decade ago in the year 2000. And but by comparison, at that time, New Hampshire was still ranked number three. And at that time, New York's uh, rankings were. I just I just can't understand how, you know, this one chart here makes it pretty clear New York's a dangerous place. But that the statistic you saw makes it sound like it's safer than uh, than New Hampshire.
1: And I I believe the statistic that I pulled up was actually census, federal census data or FBI data.
0: The difference here being New York at number 37 with a homicide rate of 2.14 and uh, New Hampshire with one of 1.15. So even New Hampshire has become safer over the last decade as well, going down from 1.15 to uh, to 1. Check out this chart. I think it's really useful and also the Global Peace Index is on there as well. So not only do they rank uh, each state as far as who is uh, which state is the most peaceful, but also they rank each of the countries and the US ranks in at number 58 out of the entire world. Not a very peaceful place in comparison to some of the other places in the world. And, and, you know, isn't that an important thing, is to, you know, have a peaceful place to live? For me, it is, at least. Your thoughts are certainly welcome at 855-450-FREE. That's the SACL CAI toll-free line. So, oh, and by the way, also picked up a, a bit of a, a interesting piece of information. We can continue maybe with Piers Morgan here in a moment. Uh, but the licenses we were talking about before, gun-carrying permits, there was a guy who called in from Michigan saying that they theirs was a five-year permit. And it was 100 bucks, basically. Yeah. So it broke down to about 20 bucks a year. New Hampshire's is a $10 permit, and it lasts for four years. So New Hampshire's is $2.50 per year. And I still think it needs to go away entirely, because people shouldn't have to beg in order to exercise a right. 855-450-FREE. That's the SACL-CAI toll-free line. You take control of the airwaves here. Bring up whatever's on your mind. Hour number three is coming up, and... Voluntariists have apparently made the list over at the Southern Poverty Law Center. We'll tell you more coming up Why did you move to the Shire?:
1: I moved here to the Shire because there's other people around who take liberty just as seriously as I do.:
0: I moved to the Shire because I saw videos of people challenging authority and thought that I could get support myself. It called to me like, "Do this right now."
5: I wanted to be around people like me who got it, and once I got here, I knew there was nowhere else that I wanted to be.
2: Immigrating to the Shire was easy. I was instantly plugged into a community of individuals who also care about peace, liberty, and justice and are willing to do something about it.
5: The people here are awesome, loving, and positive. It was for the adventure and for the feeling of something important is happening here, and I just wanted to come to sort of be part of that.
0: Visit ShireSociety.com to read and sign the Shire Society Declaration and learn the reasons why, if you love liberty... You should immigrate to the Shire. Plus, add yourself to the Shire map at ShireSociety.com. That's ShireSociety.com. This is Free Talk Live. You can take control of the airwaves and do it toll-free, 855-450-FREE. The SACL CAI toll free line as we launch here into the third hour of the program with you tonight. It's Ian and Daryl. We will take your calls about anything you want. Uh, We've been doing a little digging during the news break there, looking around further. At These gun statistics, and we've got a little bit more detail for you on that. Uh, We were talking about the comparison between New York State and New Hampshire, two very different uh, states when it comes to gun ownership rules and regulations. New Hampshire, one of the freest uh, states. New York, probably not so much. And uh, there seemed to be a discrepancy, and I think we might have figured it out. Uh, the discrepancy being that, uh, at least on the peace chart over at uh, VisionOfHumanity.org, New Hampshire ranks as a solid number three uh, on that chart of the most peaceful states. New York, number 30 or 31, I think it was. Uh, and so it's like a, a gulf of a distance between the two states. So how is it that New Hampshire has a, a greater gr- gun crime per thousand people? Well, that was I think the uh, the difference was I was looking at homicide statistics, and your statistic was gun crime or gun related deaths. deaths. So not even crime. So just gun related deaths, which I speculated and I said, well, that could be somebody putting a gun in their own mouth, and then you went and found something that I backs found that a up.
1: statistic. And this is a very old statistic from 1996. Mm -hmm. I tried finding something newer, but in the limited amount of time, this is the best I have. In 1996, there were 13 murders with a firearm in the state of New Hampshire. There were 83 suicides by firearm in the state of New Hampshire. And there was one other, I'm guessing that's accidental death Mm -hmm. by firearm. So a total of 97, which breaks down to 8.01 gun-related deaths per 100,000 in New Hampshire. New York State, on the other hand, had 892 murders Mm -hmm. with firearm. And they had 488 suicides, 38, I guess, accidental, 10 something else.
0: So New Hampshire has a much greater ratio
1: of suicides than it does actual murders. Yes, and in 1996, New York had a 8.48 per 100,000 gun death rate. So it was 8 for New Hampshire and
0: 8.4? Yes. For, so when you actually, I was looking at the uh, global peace chart here to kind of confirm these numbers. Vision, org. really useful charts and information. Uh, the homicide column shows in 1996 that New Hampshire had a 1.13 rating for homicide compared to New York, which was rated at 2.9, so almost almost three times the uh, the murder rate. Uh, according to to this chart
1: yeah and according to this chart new hampshire 1996 was 1.01 homicides by gun per hundred thousand new york had 5.64 yeah so that's a huge difference i think we cleared that up to some extent
0: but dig up the numbers yourself don't take our word for it 855-450-FREE let's continue with sam in texas listening to lrn.fm hey sam
13: Hey, good evening, gentlemen. What's on your mind tonight? I want to talk about the sun, the impact that that has on the Earth, and if we have time, how UFOs may even be connected into this equation. (laughs) Okay. So currently, uh, we're in solar cycle 24. That's part of a roughly 11-year cycle uh, that's caused by the poles of the sun spinning at a different rate than the center. And this causes it to wind up, which results in visible sunspots, which you hear about. And those can grow. They can merge together. Um, they can cause large filaments, which can result in eventually a CME or a coronal mass uh, ejection, which you hear about. And those affect uh, the the Earth here by creating things. Is that like a the solar flare? Light. That is also a solar flare. Uh, uh, a it, I guess a solar flare is a is a softer CME. A CME is actually spitting out part, high energy particles whereas a solar flare is more like a burn-off, if that makes sense. Okay. Okay. So um, in 1859, there was something called the Carrington Event, which was an observed very large solar flare that a couple of days later, when it hit the Earth, it caused fires in the telegraph offices. Um, and the reason it does that is because the when you string wires across the countryside, they act as a big collector antenna to zap that high energy down the line to the ends, which at one end is going to be your house where it could start fires. At the other end, it could be the transformers that it could uh, melt down, which the experts say if that happens, you're looking at two years before something like that could be rebuilt. And the world would be you know, a very different place after two weeks without electricity, at least here in the United sure. States.
1: So is that uh, what the Mayans predicted would happen on December 21st of this year?
13: No. Um, let me just mention one way to kind of protect a simple thing that people can do. Uh, you can protect any electronics from uh, a, a flare like this or an EMP uh, by putting it in a tight, airtight metal container. So,
0: <laughs> now, wait, when is this supposed to happen?
13: Well, it could happen at any time. I mean, they happen regularly. But it would only be an extreme solar flare, like an x class flare uh that would have to be earth directed because when is it, you're trip- saying
0: that the last time somebody's house caught on fire due to this was in the eighteen hundreds
13: right, but actually scientists are really worried about solar cycle twenty four because they earlier this year they had an m class flare that had a solar wind speed uh which was normally they're about four hundred kilometers per hour this one was 1800 so it was incredibly fast they were very surprised at the speed and the intensity of this thing and so there's some strange things happening on the sun that uh you know i guess people should, so
1: should pay attention to if one of these things happens how much time will we have to put all of our appliances <laughs> in large About metal eight crates minutes.
12: Eight H- how long?
1: Eight?
13: <laughs> About eight minutes. So here's the thing. You, the way you can do it, keep all of the
1: appliances do. constantly in a large metal box unless you plan on using the microwave?
13: No. no. What I've done is I've used something like a galvanized trash can. You can use a cookie 10 uh, for something smaller. And in my trash can, I have things like radios. I have LED flashlights, as well as LED bulbs, because if you're running on batteries... Mostly you're going to want low power draw. Uh, I have a battery a rechargeable battery charger I have uh, you know various things like that thumb drives hard drives with pictures and music and audio books and things like that on it
0: now why so, would this just, why would the sun uh, the flare if it's if your concern is that the uh, antenna or no excuse me that the uh, the power lines are going to act as uh, as an antenna to catch this radiation. Uh, somehow. Uh, how will that affect something that's not I mean, connected that... to those lines?
13: Okay, so, you know, the, the power lines themselves will intensify the effect. They'll create this, you know, nice conduit that can carry a lot of current down the line, and it's going to blow things out. It's like a huge surge, that almost like a lightning strike. Um, but, like, I had lightning strike pretty close to the house here, and I have two long cat uh, Cat five network cable runs and it burn out a single port on the uh, DSL router and uh, a network card on the computer at the back of the house.
0: Lightning will do some damage for sure. Long
13: runs for sure because it just induced the current and burnt that out. Hmm. So it can do the same thing, you know, in your uh, modern cars if it's intense enough. I don't think that it would be, but you know, certainly there's that possibility.
0: So you're going to tie this into uh, UFOs. Is that right? Okay.
13: So this is where it gets to the Mayans. And earlier this year, the Mexican government released two tablets that are Maya artifacts. Um, and on these, they show a picture of the sun, the moon, the earth, as well as flying saucers. Flying All right. Out hang, of the hang on.
0: on uh, we'll bring you back here in a moment, Sam, to explain... The sunspots and or flares, rather, I guess, that somehow are going to be tied into UFOs, the 21st, the Mayan calendar, 855-450-FREE. Get your galvanized trash cans ready. Free talk. When you're planning your move to New Hampshire as part of the Free State Project, consider Keen, civil disobedience, politics, media, outreach, and social events. Keen has it all. Get connected with video, audio, our forum, and more at freekeen.com. That's freekeen.com. Free Talk Live, toll-free number tonight for you to bring up whatever you want. 855-450-FREE, the SACL CAI toll-free line, 1-855-450-3733. Join us online over at freetalklive.com. All the features are completely free, so enjoy those on us. Once again, that's freetalklive.com. And with you tonight, it's Ian. And Daryl. Daryl is here courtesy of his website, fpp.cc, where you can order his brand new book. You can also follow him uh, in audio format as he does the Freedom Minute, which is a weekly newscast uh, that you do on, again, a five-minute-per-week basis. And uh, you also read the news from copblock.org and the Police Accountability Report. Uh, Are both of those available over at fpp.cc?
1: Uh, Or .cc, excuse me, fpp.cc. The Freedom Minute is available on radio.fpp.cc. Okay. The Police Accountability Report is available from copblock.org.
0: Excellent. You should go there and get more of Daryl. As we go back to the phones here in a moment, I uh, want to first tell you about something that whether the sun, uh, we're going to talk to Sam more about the, his sunspots uh, or sun, so solar flares uh, idea and apparently how it ties into uh, aliens here in a moment. Whether or not those events come to transpire, it's always a good idea to be prepared as far as you know natural disasters are concerned. I don't know about so- solar flares but hurricanes are a realistic possibility and blizzards and other natural you know disaster scenarios uh that uh, it could be helpful to have some food around for and the folks over at buyemergencyfoods.com can hook you up with GMO-free, 100% certified GMO-free, zero-MSG legacy premium freeze-dried storable food. And they're the only brand that puts an oxygen absorber in every nitrogen-flushed mylar pouch. You can go check out their charts where you will see, and go ahead, shop around, make sure. Uh, But uh, you'll find out that The folks over at BuyEmergencyFoods.com have the best deal in the business, and it's quality food at the same time. So you're getting the best price uh, for the amount of uh, calories per day, which is over 2,000 per day uh, calorie meals. You're going to get the best price. And the best selection as well. They've got a huge uh, you know, variety. You can order a pallet full of food or you can just order one uh, tote full if you want, depending on what your budget is. So go and see for yourself and get yourself 5% off when you use coupon code FTL at BuyEmergencyFoods.com. That's coupon code FTL. Save 5%. BuyEmergencyFoods.com. Let's go back to Sam in Texas. Now, Sam, you're saying that there's these 11-year solar cycles that uh, could result in a dangerous level of solar flares, possibly shocking to death or doing some sort of electromagnetic disabling of various different electronic devices. And you have uh, gotten a trash can uh, that uh, is a galvanized metal trash can that you've put certain devices in that you wish to protect. Why isn't this being r- reported widely? I mean, if if you know you're you are saying scientists are saying this. But if scientists, you know, a large amount of scientists were saying this, wouldn't it be getting better uh, coverage? Like, hey, everybody, look out. Shouldn't galvanized uh, metal trash cans be selling off the shelves like (laughs) hotcakes at uh, at Home Depot? I mean, why isn't this being promoted? Why are we only hearing about this from you?
13: Because science uh, or scientists, I think, are scared of sort of anything that points to catastrophe or... Um, disasters because hold uh, on hold on
1: Sam there's a lot of scientists that are promoting the global warming theory saying that basically the entire world is going to be underwater once the polar ice melts that definitely is a catastrophe
13: okay you know (laughs) let me put that aside just for now because I think that would take us completely off topic Um, In a lot of fields, in some ways, by challenging uh, the established theories, by presenting evidence that upturns long-held ideas and creates the potential for catastrophic events, that's viewed, I think, as emotional by um, a lot of scientists, and you're not supposed to have emotion in science, so they tend to shy away from it because they're afraid of the ridicule. And I think with global warming, that's sort so. Are of these more scientists a, secretly getting
0: prepared for this? I mean, are you, are you saying that they believe this, but they're afraid to talk about it? So they're just going to no. let everybody have their uh, their electronic devices, you know, disabled?
13: I, you know, there are some scientists who talk about it. I, um, I don't think that they're putting all of the pieces together. I think they're operating under sort of an environment that's a, a, a an assumption about the universe that is not valid and out of that they're sort of uh, i guess not realizing the full potential of right. of the universe that we're living in.
0: Well, call me a skeptic but uh, tell me more about the uni- uh, the UFO thing. So there's like some okay. tablets that have been released by the Mexican Mexican government allegedly. Go ahead.
13: Early early this year they did that. And what the tablets show are planets, the sun, the moon, the earth, and these little classic flying saucer shapes flying out of it. And there's, in one case, a call-out that shows the little bubble on top with a man, a little bean in there to make, you know, so it's perfectly clear that there's somebody in this little ship thing that's flying out of the sun. And on the other one, it shows a triangle, a dark triangle on the sun that the ship is flying out of. Well, a few months after that, you can go on YouTube and search Soho um, Black Triangle. This huge uh, oblong triangle appeared on the sun and then disappeared. They they've never seen anything like that. Uh, it just you know happened, and nothing has happened like it since until this week, where three solar um, or sunspots appeared in the shape of a perfect triangle as well, or pretty close to it. And so that's something that's rather unusual as well.
0: What do so, you think that means? I mean, are, are the aliens preparing to invade on Friday, or what's going on?
13: I don't think so. But, you know, I think what it points out is that whatever this meant, the triangles appearing on the sun, it was significant enough for them to make this tablet and put it away somewhere safe for future generations. Why,
0: why is the Mexican government releasing it uh, in 2012?
13: Uh, you know, good question. Maybe they the, there was a um, documentary film crew that went down there and was working on this, so it may be part of that that they're um, putting this information out. Uh, you know, it may be related to 2012 and the end of the uh, Maya calendar.
0: Are you doing anything to get ready for Friday? Or uh, you, you didn't say no. the, the world was going to end. You you just think there's going to be a consciousness shift, right?
13: I think it's much bigger than that. I think there will be some earth changes down the road, but it's not something... The day is really a window. It's it's sort of a shift into a new period that I think will have some turmoil and some earth changes. I think the sun affects the weather on the earth, and I'll call in and talk about that another time and really explain how I think the earth is actually expanding
0: thanks for the call tonight sam appreciate hearing from you at 855 free. that's the Sechel cai toll free line well uh daryl are you convinced are you gonna go get a, a trash can no,
1: no. no. Uh, i i do agree though that the sun affects the weather on earth because every morning you know it brightens up the sure. sky burns off clouds yeah things like that absolutely uh, yeah, I'm not
0: going to go either. And uh, maybe, you know, maybe some solar flare will happen, and all of our technology will be disabled. And Sam will be getting the, you know, he'll be getting the last laugh on that. Uh, that point, of course, yeah. we'll never be able to talk to him again because <laughs> all of our phone lines will be completely uh, putts, and we won't be able to do a show anymore at that point. God, what will I do with my with my life if that happens? More coming up. You can take control here. It's free talk live. Bring up anything. This is Free Talk Live. You can bring up anything that you want at 855-450-FREE. That's the SACL-CAI toll-free line, 1-855-450-3733. Join us online at freetalklive.com and enjoy the features that are waiting for you there. We've got a lot of them, and we give them away, including... News updates. Get signed up and we'll keep you in the loop. Whenever there's something you need to know about Free Talk Live, you'll know it first, likely, if you're on the news updates list. Uh, You can follow us via email, also Twitter and Facebook over at news.freetalklive.com. Email will receive the most important news about the show. Twitter and Facebook receive that as well, plus updates during the show, uh, where we'll sometimes post show prep, observations, questions for you to respond to and maybe share those on the air as well. So go to news.freetalklive.com and enjoy. It's all free, of course, news.freetalklive.com. We were talking with Sam a moment ago about uh, kind of a a theory – scientific perhaps theory involving uh, solar flares where they allegedly could possibly provide some sort of a uh, disabling of electronic devices and the gateway for the aliens and he did end up tying it into uh, to aliens Uh, but you know just the first part was uh it's really hard to take it seriously i mean i love sam i know him personally he moved here to new hampshire for a while before uh, deciding to move to texas uh, where he's building a, a farm and uh you know kind of preparing for a disaster. Uh and I just don't I don't live in that, that world. I don't want to live in that world. I think it, it makes sense to be prepared to some extent, like we mentioned before, by emergencyfoods.com. I mean it's just sensible to have some food around for a for a natural disaster or something like that. Those things can happen. But to prepare for, you know, some kind of solar flares that are supposedly going to disable electronic devices it seems to me that there's you can go too far with yeah. it. And I don't know, maybe Sam's right and we're all going to have our cell phones shut off and you know we're not going to be able to use the internet at some point. In which case, I guess we'll cross that bridge when we come to it. Our board operator came up with a great point. What's the point in putting radios in the metal trash can if you're not going to be able to listen to anything
1: when you take it out? You're not putting in a receiving radio. You're putting in your uh, two-way transmission radio in the hopes that somebody else also had a, a metal transmitting radio in a metal trash can, <laughs> in which case, and then you have to hope that they're within the
0: receiving radius range.
1: of, you know, yeah, because the repeaters are going to be ability. down.
0: I mean, because right, that's a great point because. I know a thing or two about two-way radio transmission and like ham radio operators have these things called repeaters where if you are transmitting in a certain area and you're on the channel that the repeater is on, it will then repeat your transmission at a higher wattage so more people can hear it. Because if you're just on the ground with a two-way radio, a handheld, you're not going to be able to talk very far with it. So the repeater extends your range and makes it more likely that somebody will be able to pick up your transmission. But those repeaters aren't sitting in metal cages, so if the uh, solar flare thing happens, as Sam is predicting, that all of the repeaters will be taken out. So you'll only be restricted to who can hear your handheld Unless receiver. Unless you can build
1: a big, giant, metal trash can container-type thing and less the than repeater. eight minutes to cover the repeater. <laughs> right. So odds are good you're not going to be able to talk to anyone. And let's say that the when very the solar flare— knock out all of the electronics on the ufo spaceships
0: (laughs) well in theory they would be smart enough to uh to build their electrical devices to stop that from happening i mean if if what sam says is true the aliens are somehow close to the sun so would the solar flares would affect them greater i would think than than they would uh here on the earth but you know putting that aside just the practicality or the impracticality of all this looking at that aspect of it i think is is interesting and, and instructive you know i don't want to again i don't want to live into that future i don't want to prepare for that future because i think it's it's a, a scary future and yeah. one in which I don't want to even believe is a, a realistic possibility for my life here. But let's say that the un, uh, unexpected does occur and that Sam's absolutely right And this, you know, solar flare strikes, electronics are taken out. Sam is able to open his trash can and remove from it uh, the various electronic devices that he has stowed away in there. But, what good will those electronic devices do if there's no one else with which you can interact with like if the internet's been shut down by this, what good is putting a laptop with a flash drive in there
1: if nobody else can talk to you uh and you he know, can write his memoirs and in a thousand years, somebody can uncover this thing and they'll once again have invented the computer. <laughs> And then they'll be able to read the memoirs from the flash drive. I suppose that's possible. and Assuming as as, that they use the same file types. and You can, uh, I suppose, you know, if
0: you actually had uh, put a two-way radio in this trash can and someone else who's living within the very limited transmission range of the two-way radio has also done that, I suppose you could then say hello to them and talk to them about stuff. But that's about it, right? Like,
1: you wouldn't really be able to talk to very many people. Right, but you could then plan on how to go hunt some deer and then get food. There's Although, bones. if you've taken the time to store all of your electronics under a metal trash can, you've you already gone have food. to buyemergencyfoods.com. Yeah and you have your year's supply of food, and you don't want anybody knowing where you are so, because they'll try to steal your stuff.
0: Possibility. Let's go to Jim. He's in Indy, listening to WXNT. You're on Free Talk Live. Hello, Jim.
10: Hey, guys. As always, great conversation in the evening. I guess we'll have to update the uh, the Chris Farley line, so I live in a I live under a trash can down by the river. <laughs> <laughs> I, mean, it's like, I don't want to knock this guy, but what I thought was interesting, and maybe you guys might agree with this, but... We live in a society that is just so vulnerable to uh, being spooked. You know, if, if, every day in the paper, and you guys got them on this, because you made the comment about global warming, you know, and, and what is that doing to people? And since so many people out there, and this is what scares me, and I know it scares you guys too, don't take the time to read, don't take the time to learn stuff. They're, they're really vulnerable to these things, and, and that, and there you go, there goes the paranoia, there goes all this stuff, and... Hence, we're talking about Friday with the Mayan calendar.
0: Well, well Sa- I get where you're coming from, but Sam has taken time to read. In fact, he's taken so much time and read so much, you know, he's got all kinds of information that I barely even have a, uh, a grasp on. It's just that the stuff he's reading tends to be of a paranoid nature and of sure. a, you know, worst-case scenario kind of nature. And I don't really like that, uh, you know, that's not the mindset that, uh, that makes me feel good.
10: But don't you think though and and, and okay credit to him for uh, for educating himself but then there there's the rub though you got a guy like him who does take the time to read and you know you may you may question what he's reading and what he's filling his mind with but then he's talking to people out there that are watching the view he's talking to people that go to TMZ to get their news you know so how does that balance out where you can have he can have a rational conversation with some of these people you know it's just it, it just seems we're very askew, and I think that just leaves to problems. And, you know, try, I just wish people would of taking the time to pay attention to things and not go with sound bites. Maybe take the time to read a book from time to time and learn something.
0: Good suggestions, yeah. Jim, and thank you for the call tonight. appreciate hearing from you. 855-450-FREE. That's the SACL CAI toll-free line. Cole is listening in Austin uh, to GCN Live Online. Go ahead, Cole.
12: Okay, uh... <clears throat> I'm an electronics communications uh, technician by trade. Okay. And, um, the thing is with uh, a lot of systems, they have uh, uh, a safeguard in effect to uh, their filters they install online for the transmission, uh, and then you can harden the actual device from the, the thing, and then once the EMP goes off, you just change the filter out and it works again. So,
0: Are you saying uh, that we don't have anything to be concerned about regarding uh, solar flares, or is Sam, you know, is he on to anything there?
12: Well, uh, Sam is definitely onto something because uh, most of the consumer electronics do not have capability built into them. Uh, you, you look at a lot of the spacecraft and everything; they're ready, they're radiation hardened, so that uh, uh, you know satellites and stuff like that have safeguards against. Uh,
0: Are you flights. afraid of solar flares affecting electronic devices?
12: Uh, I wouldn't say I'm afraid of it, but uh, I am aware of, of the dynamics of what that would look like. Um, so have as as
0: you, you haven't gone out and taken these drastic prepar- uh, preparation measures? Well,
12: I mean, you can only prepare for what you can afford, really. As a, as and, a uh,
0: professional, if you've got more you want to share, hang on. 855-450-FREE. You take control. It's Free Talk Live. This is Free Talk Live. Moments remain. We've got enough time for you and your thoughts if you dial in right now at 855 450 free. With you tonight, it's in. And Daryl. 855 450 3733. Join us online over at freetalklive.com. All the features, we give them to you, so enjoy them on us. Uh, once again, that's freetalklive.com. If you like the show and would like to help support Free Talk Live, please become a Free Talk Live amplifier. Today, over at amp.freetalklive.com, AMP stands for Advertise, Market, and Promote. And the idea is a simple one. If you enjoy Free Talk Live, you can help us get on more radio stations around the country. More internet listeners will bring them on board as well and expose new people to the ideas of freedom. That's what it's about because we're unfortunately, at this time, maybe that will change in the future, but at this time, we're the only nationally syndicated radio program advocating anything like principled ideas of freedom. So if that's valuable to you uh you should go to amp.freetalklive.com you can help us out there it makes a big difference for us and you get perks like access to the amp only call in lines the amp only podcast forum and more go to amp.freetalklive.com and you can help us out uh one of the things that i do is i uh you know spend some of my money and uh you know get on these uh, this galaxy 19 satellite which distributes our signal all across north america of course we're also on the internet where anyone around the globe uh can listen but if uh, what Sam says is, you know, he believes is going to happen is actually happens, then all of that will get shut down. The satellites will be taken out. Uh, the Internet will be uh, inaccessible and we'll be off the air because also all the transmitters uh, on the radio stations. I mean, we will have no more show basically uh, at that point, And I don't know what I would do in that case. You would
1: invite all of your friends to come over and sit in the studio and we'd just chat back and forth.
0: Not the same. It's just not the same as as knowing that anybody out there can, uh, can tune into the show if they would like. Now, Cole is listening in Austin and you said that you are a telecommunications specialist uh, by trade and you're not as worried as Sam is about these solar flares. Well, uh,
12: it, it is a legitimate threat. Uh, that's true. Um, but as far as comprehensive knockout, that's just... Uh, uh, not realistic. Uh, is it a
0: legitimate threat or is it a likely threat?
12: Um, well, I mean, likelihood depends on what who's uh, threatening you. I guess.
0: Well, in this uh, case, the theory is that the solar the flares sign. are going to be worse than they normally are, and so therefore could be, you know, taking out electronic devices with some kind of radiation.
12: Right. Right. Uh, just as if you looked at too bright of a light. Uh, you would lose your sight mm-hmm. uh, if you're, If your electronics are in the shadow of this uh, burst of electromagnetic radiation uh, they're not going to be severely affected, or they may not get the bands that will interfere with uh, the electronics in it.
0: when you say Everything in the shadow, matter. do you mean that do you mean that the side of the earth that 's facing the sun will only be affected and that the other side uh, will not or that these things i 'm confused
12: all right well, it really depends on how long the uh, the bright light that would blind these devices uh, with shining
0: i see and what is the likelihood of that i mean how long does one of these solar flares last
12: um they can last as long as the sun puts them out i mean that's not really
0: so it could be it could be for a whole day then and that would blow, blow out the whole earth could be for all of eternity
12: for all of eternity yes
0: but Our that mission. said you don't believe it's likely because as a telecommunications specialist have you gone and put your electronic devices in a faraday
12: cage uh, no, but any any electronic device I find highly valuable, I would, you know, protect it in in a Faraday cage for for a backup if if I thought that there was a chance of it uh, supporting systems being uh, available after the fallout, uh, if you will.
0: Do you think that is? I mean, have you done that?
12: No, I don't have uh, contingency electronic devices. Uh, in Faraday cages, if that's gotcha. what you're
0: at. Yeah, I'm just wondering. You know, you said that you're a technological. You know, you, that you do uh, communications for a living, and I just wondered if you were taking any of this as seriously as uh, as mm-hmm. Sam appears to. And it doesn't sound like that uh, that you are. Uh,
12: well, again, I, I, I it is a totally a legitimate threat. There's a hundred percent chance that if you expose your electronics to the bands that will disrupt them, uh, then they won't work after that. That's,
0: that's right, that right. Is, but you yourself have not done anything to protect your own personal electronic devices.
12: Uh I I I would say I have. I have. have a library, I have knowledge, so I can restore, repair, or build new devices if that did happen.
0: Right. Okay, so I, I you know, I'm not a scientist. I don't know how all this works. You're saying that after some kind of a electromagnetic pulse event which shuts down electronic devices. That electronic devices could be somehow restored.
12: Uh, let's uh, let all right. So every every conductor has a a I guess a resonance frequency, right? And if you discharge a high uh, amplitude waveform of that specific energy, that will resonate with that device. It will it will fry it, just as though you plugged a one ten device into a two twenty outlet. Okay. Um, now, if if you're not completely rendered useless, you know, parts of those devices will be salvageable if they weren't fried uh, during this uh, event.
1: But what is the likelihood of one of these events happening?
12: Well, I, I really don't have the statistics on all that.
0: Uh, I can't tell you. Uh, I don't think anybody uh, knows. I mean, we well, know that solar flares happen. The suggestion is that these would be worse than normal, and so therefore would cause this uh, disruption on the ground here.
12: Well, if we had mass coronal ejections lasting for a period of three days, yes, it would severely devastate all the electronics that were not shielded from that radiation. It would render them useless.
0: And as you said, consumer electronics are not shielded from this, this sort of thing, and so therefore that could be devastating, but... Thank you for the call, Cole. I appreciate hearing from you. It sounded like on one hand he was suggesting this was possible. It's
1: possible. If we have this solar flare that lasts for three days, then, yeah, electronics are going to you know be useless. But he himself. But it's very unlikely that
0: that will happen. He himself has taken no steps. Right. To protect as a professional in the trade, right he himself has done nothing to protect his uh electronic devices, which tells me that he doesn 't think it 's very likely right because if you thought it was likely that everything was going to go zap uh you know tomorrow, then you 'd do something about it, yeah so eight five five four fifty free the SACL c a i toll free line there's more uh you know you can. You can go and find all manner of predictions. Uh, The folks over at naturalnews.com have a a fear-mongering article here about how uh, they believe civilization will end, which they suggest could come from some sort of electromagnetic pulse like we're talking about here uh, saying that all communications will be obliterated. What would happen in a world with no electricity? And then carrier they,
1: pigeons. And
0: then they talk about how it, it would be complete chaos, looting, violent crime, and runaway fires. And I don't doubt that. I mean, in a world without electricity, people are going to freak out and uh, and probably freeze to death as well. I mean, it yeah. would not be good to be in New Hampshire during the winter time with no electricity. I yeah, don't, de- definitely not. Yeah. I mean, I don't have uh, the I don't have the wherewithal of the ability to begin imagining what survival would be like in a wintertime environment
1: without uh, the ability to, you know, burn oil and things build like that. Fires in the basement and contain it to where the smoke goes up the little stairway. What is that little stairwell called that goes from the outside into the basement? Uh, that's the bulkhead. <laughs> yeah, we don't have those. In the south. Down south. <laughs> right. It's like yeah, there's a-, a little stairway. It looks almost like what you would think a tornado shelter yeah. type thing. yeah.
0: No, I don't think I don't think that you can really do that, Daryl. Build a fire in a, in a basement. That's not. Oh really yeah, a, code
1: enforcer would come over. No, we already okay. have enough problems. I build. just don't think that's
0: going to cut it. I mean, you're not going to be able to direct the smoke out the uh, the bulkhead. That's just not going to happen. You you would probably have a very difficult time with that. And also, you know, everybody would be rushing to get all of the wood too. So you'd have a real dangerous situation where all of a sudden, you know, every house that never needed wood. Needs the wood, because most of the houses are using non-wood-based uh, heating, like oil. And for that, you've got to have something, you know, that can burn that oil and do it yeah. to the point where, you know, it's, it would be really bad. I don't know what I would, I, you know, I I don't know if I want to live in that world. You know, I, I don't know if I would want to live in, in the world where it's only about survival.
1: Because what's the point? So... W- would you kill yourself, I don't or would know. you go to Costa Rica?
0: I would probably try to make it down south or something like that. Uh, but then so would everyone else, and it would be a you know it could be a real nasty
1: situation. Free state Bermuda. I,
0: <laughs> I don't I, you know thinking about it, trying to even think about it is uh, it's mind boggling. I might take my own life at some point, you know, because I don't know what the point of life would be. I mean, if if all it is is just barely scraping by from one day to the next and having to spend all of your time just you know scavenging nuts and berries and killing small animals in order to uh, cook them over a spit i don't want to live well, in the caveman world there aren't nuts that grow in new hampshire no i'm just saying Unless in you're general. talking
1: about some of the natives that really
0: don't like us i'm just saying in general i would have a real tough time with that and that's why I don't want to even think Under about that
1: future. And gatherer
0: don't does want to not even sound fun. Don't right. That's not the world I was born into, it's not the one I'm I'm meant for, you know? we'll see you tomorrow night. Online in the meantime at freetalklive.com unless of course the world ends. See ya.
5: Is there anybody you've forgotten on your Christmas list this year? How about ones that you, you won't see this holiday season? Are there friends or family that live far away? Do you know there's an easy and simple way to show them you're thinking of them this holiday season? You can send them a bouquet from proflowers.com. Right now, we've got a special of the Free Talk Live special on Pro is It's a, a beautiful arrangement of a dozen candy cane roses. So they're Red and white roses with some uh, baby's breath in them, and they come in their own uh, beautiful vase. And you can send them, you know, to anybody on your list who uh, needs some flowers. I'm sure that uh, you know mothers and sisters and aunts; those folks would uh, really love the girlfriends. Certainly would love the candy cane roses. Um, use coupon code FTL to get. Uh, the this great deal it's twenty four ninety nine and you'll get a you get quite a bit off of the the regular retail price with coupon code FTl at proflowers dot com and you can upgrade to eighteen candy cane roses in a you know bigger arrangement with gourmet chocolates for just ten bucks more it's uh it, it's really stunning um, with them all together Pro flowers are guaranteed to stay fresh for a full week. They're not the kind of flowers that are just gonna show up and, you know, start turning yellow immediately. Um, or you get your money back if it's uh, if, if that doesn't work out for you. So go to proflowers.com. Or call 800-PRO-FLOWERS and mention FTL. When you go to proflowers.com, you look up on the right-hand corner. There's a microphone, um, and you just type in FTL there. It's proflowers.com. Click on the microphone, type in FTL, and the order expires on midnight on Friday. Christmas is just a few days away. So go to proflowers.com, use coupon code FTL, or call 800-PRO-FLOWERS and mention FTL.